Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler? Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with my bookie is a take-your-girl-out-to-steak-dinner winner winner. And right now, when you sign up for an account, MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Here, just have 50% more. Why not? Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at MyBookie.ag to activate. We're all going to be in office pools, and that's fine. Nobody's going to get the perfect bracket. We know that. But you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing. So let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Only at mybookie.ag. Today on the ZABEcast, where does the term Stan come from? And why am I a Rory Stan? Is Zion Williamson the most liked dookie ever? Hell, is he the only dookie you can even remotely like? Pussy remains undefeated, Tyreek Hill in the Chiefs' tight spot, and a notorious J-A-Y bracket of bad wives and girlfriends. A jam-packed wall-to-wall episode is locked and loaded, so buckle up and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! I love the fact that we are now all J all the time. Stand down for your theme music, J. The notorious J-A-Y, J Cottrell, available on Twitter at J Cottrell34 is high school number from Baltimore, Maryland. No, not high school number? My high school number was so why 34? You were just the 34th Jake and Trail to get on that Twitter handle? bias. Ah, there you go. And of course, the Notorious J-A-Y, a spinoff of Notorious B-I-G. Who's dead. Who's dead. That's right. Alive and thriving, our friend Jay is. All right, we got a lot of ground to cover today, including your genius and weirdo idea for a bracket of the worst girlfriends slash wives in four different regions movies television athletes and music and i have contributions okay i have contributions but i'm not gonna i know 64 is hard it is hard there's no question about it yeah that said, Jay, I have uh, I have a story or two before we get going. First of all, Tyreek Hill, what do you make of that situation? It's definitely dicey right now because you've got a player who was convicted of choking his then-pregnant girlfriend, almost dropping off everyone's draft board, being drafted, learning how to live in polite society, burning up secondaries to the tune of a billion yards and a billion touchdowns this past year, maybe now reverting to form and causing the police to have to come to his house not once but twice and maybe breaking his child's arm. Uh, yes. Uh, when I heard the story, I was like, huh, we, we've seen this before. This is nothing new. This is not out of character for him. So are but it's a, No. It, no, but it's a tight spot for the league. Though. It's a tight spot. Tight spot, tight spot, tight spot. <laughs> because, you know, Adrian Peterson just switch whipped his kid. And yeah, he got some ouchies on his, on his little, you know, which I shouldn't make fun of. I mean, that's some serious ass abuse right there. But he didn't break his arm. Exactly. So this is going to be interesting. And, you know, it's going to be a case where on top of the Kareem Hunt situation, Makes the Chiefs look pretty bad. I was going to say they look like Miami, uh, the old Miami U <laughs> of the 80s. That's what they look like now. Yeah. On top of Jovan Belcher, which is another stain in Chiefs oh, history. He killed himself. That's right. I forgot. That's right. Uh, he killed himself after shooting his girlfriend. 
and Remember? in front of uh, some people from the team, if I yeah. like front office people, right? Killed his girlfriend, then drove to the parking lot at the Chiefs facility and killed himself in the parking lot. Hey, Kansas City, get some better screening. How about that? <laughs> but guys who can run like the cheetah, though, they are rare. I, and I, as, I, a, what, as a perfect compliment to Patrick Mahomes, that's a sick combination. So, as, be, as Doc Walker said, you need some uh, guys in prison. To uh, form out of ground out a good team. Penitentiary, guys. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you remember the movie Mind of, or not the movie, the TV show Mind of the Married Man? Yes, I do. In that, and I went looking for this clip online, so don't bother looking for it. It was a niche show on HBO that lasted maybe one season. Yes. Okay. Wait a minute. No, no. I'm thinking of Dream On. So, wait a minute. I'm thinking of the wrong show. Okay. Anyway, there's a there's a scene in there you're going to hear in just a second with a phrase that is uh, as true as it ever was. And I won't say the phrase in the television show. I'll let you listen to it. My phrase has always been, pussy remains undefeated. Very true. Kevin Sujihara out as Warner Brothers chief amid sexual impropriety scandal. I have no idea who that is. Go ahead. Sorry. Nice looking Japanese American fella, uh, CEO of a huge company with lots of perks. Warner brothers is out after allegations. He helped British actress, Charlotte Kirk find work at the studio. We're looking. We're looking. I'm sorry. Suji, you keep looking. Sujihara's downfall came after the Hollywood Reporter published a lengthy report about the alleged extramarital affair between Mr. Sujihara, who is married, and the British actress in 2013. Sujihara is accused of using his power as studio chief to help get her hired by producers on Warner Brothers affiliated projects. She nice? Yes. She's a smoke show. Now, what's interesting is that Kirk herself is on record as saying she's not a victim and that the relationship was consensual. She's been accused of trying to leverage her sexual relationship with Sujihara as pressure to help find her acting roles, or as we like to say, how Hollywood works. (laughs) (laughs) Sujihara had a strong reservoir of support among many Warner Brothers staffers, but in the current climate with heightened scrutiny on executive behavior following more than a year, years of Me Too revelations, the report with an actress made it untenable for him to continue as the studio chief. So in other words, everyone liked him. Good guy. Just got a slice of pussy on the side. And she's not even complaining. She's like, she's you like, know what? No, that's how it works. That's how to get yes. a slave. Yes, totally. And they're still like, sorry, we can't have you. So he's going to lose this job, the money, the shame, the his probably his marriage. Now. Yeah. Why, Jay? Because vagina is undefeated. 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 Untied. Unbeaten. Unpinned. Who's calling me? All right, send it to voicemail. Stop calling me random numbers, probably spammers. So I bring you to the you. I bring you to the mind of the married man. Okay. Episode. I have a question after this. Go okay, ahead. and I'm gonna I'm gonna play this soundbite. And this is the greatest phrase ever. This is forget the name of the actor who played this old crotchety. He's a newspaper editor, and he's telling one of his writers a, a truth about life. And here it is. I'm the wrong guy to tell you what to do. I, I, I just know what you don't want to do. It all has a price. That's what you got to learn, lad. It's a truth as old as the warts of my Aunt Gilda's ass. The concept of free pussy is a sham. It doesn't exist. No such thing as free pussy. I got it. Then say it back to me. Say it back to you? I want to hear you say it. Why? I want to make sure that it's seeped in. There's no such thing as free pussy. It's all got a price. <laughs> now get your ass out of my office. That's pretty good. I mean, as That's true pretty, as, as, as true. ever. Let me ask you this. What is the number one ranking? Father time or vagina? 
I mean, they're the, take, they're the or will take you and they will take you down in sports. It's father time because all men are are consumed with the V to a different degree. Some are complete maniacs. Others are, yeah, of course, but I'm not wild. Like, I won't ruin everything for it. Of course, if the right piece runs into you and you fall in love, then you're done, basically. Okay. So this guy goes down for something that is, A, how Hollywood has worked and still does work forever and ever, and B, uh, you know, she didn't even claim to be a victim. But no, can't have it. Let's look at Charlotte Kirk's IMDb. What has she done? She was in she was in Vice. Oh, not not the Vice we're thinking of. Ocean's Eight. Nicole and OJ. Oh, First she not. Kill. Oh, she nice. I, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were you were right about that. She not, real nice. Nice enough to kill your career. No, nah. she looks she looks like a cross between. Uh, Taylor Swift and Meghan Markle. Uh, you know what? Well, she looks like an Irish lass. Is she from England? Yes. Yeah, she's but from that's England. Not Ireland. That yeah. really doesn't make any uh, sense. British, UK. It's all the same. It's all the same. It's all the same. Yeah, but she's pretty smoking. Okay. She does. She does have that look. Um, yeah, you're right. So I was gushing uh, yesterday, or I don't know when, about how much I love Rory McIlroy. That I'm completely gay for him. He's just yeah. I've heard that. Why? Because he's, you know why? He's not a bitch. All these other young golfers today, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, they're bitches. Like, Rory and Ricky are the coolest dudes where they don't get wrapped up in all, they don't get triggered. Like, that's my thing. Rory does not get triggered by shit. He's like, eh, okay, whatever. Rory left his bride on the altar, Martina Hingis, and said, Wait, Martina Hingis? No, uh, Caroline no, um, Wozniak. Caroline Wozniak Smoke left show, her. By the way. Ba- right, but but he left her at the altar because he's like, no, nah, this is not this is not the woman for me. Broke up with his agent. He's like, sorry, I I, I don't like the deal that I'm in, and he never let it bother him. I, I love that about the guy. And look at him he's a he's a good looking Irish lad who has a spring in his step and murders the ball 330 yards. Right down didn't the middle. he kind of go a little? Didn't he have like not a good patch for like maybe a year and a half? Oh yeah, no, he's been streaky. Okay. He has been in the past streaky, but he's getting more consistent. And the rest of the world's like, look out! I mean, he's got a ridiculous amount of accolades now. The only major he doesn't have is the Masters, and everyone Which thinks is he's kind of get a big that. deal. It's sort of the one you need. Yeah, it's sort of the one. Yes, yeah, sort of, of the one you really need. So anyway. So I was talking about being a a, a Rory stan. I was just going to call you that, a Rory stan, yes. And I asked the and I said I learned that term from people who are Kobe stans because they're Kobe forever, LeBron, fuck off. And then I said to myself, wait a minute, where does that term come from? And I was edumacated by my listeners that it was yes, one Marshall Mathers, Eminem, who labeled super fans stans. Yes, and use the Dido uh, thank you as the little hook. Remember, remember Dido? Yes. From England? Yes. Yes. Interesting. So what? Yeah. So where does Stan come from? What, why Stan? I don't get it. That's, that was the name of the guy who wrote him the letter. Oh! Yes. Oh. <laughs> no, and, oh, I, you know what? I'm so glad you, oh, this is the, you transition like you know what you're doing. <laughs> I now, because I, I said yesterday, I was talking to a friend, I said we now have three versions of stands in basketball. You have the Kobe stands, you have the LeBron stands, and now this year we have Zion stands. Oh yes. I am have we ever I couldn't think of one, but maybe you can. We have never in our life, we both pretty much the same time, seen a college basketball player talk about like Zion Williams. I Williamson, excuse me. I could not think of one. Nobody else could think of one either. And it is remarkable the way he's talked about Jay Bullis. Jay Billis nearly has an orgasm in his pants every time he does so. And I love Billis. Well, but he's got to stop it. Oh, my. Like when he busted his shoe. I've never seen that. But 
I've seen it before. People yeah. break their hip. Right. I've seen shitty shoes he, fall apart he walk, before. He walks on the floor. I've never seen a player walk on the floor like Zion Williams. Yeah. Oh, my God. The Zion stance. It's, <laughs> I mean, he's a great player. Don't get me wrong. He scored 81 points in three games. That's the most a freshman in ACC history tournament history has ever done. Right. But let's stop it. I mean, God. When I'm it, sick of it now. When it comes to seeing shoes fall apart, and he's like, I've never seen that before. Listen. If you have a pair of Marberries, that's called the second day. <laughs> that's okay. called two, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. But, but Zion stands is now, That's I think that's a thing. I'm okay, just... so it's funny how, like, Mike Francesa claims Zion is not going to be a good pro. Have you seen his well, takes well, on this? I, I guess. Well, I'm going against that. Well, he's going to be a he's going to be a 25 year all star now because that guy is never right. Never right. mind. But I'm he cla- he claims that he doesn't have ball handling skills, and nothing yes, could be does. further nothing, nothing could be could further, be further yes. from the truth because that anticipatory steal on the wing in the ACC semis against Carolina, and then the breakaway dunk was breathtaking. Like. Look at the way he moves. He moves like a big, explosive cat. He looks kind of like LeBron would have looked had LeBron gone to Duke, which allegedly he would have done. This new digital age has kind of, we see Mike Francesa is a fraud. He doesn't really know much. Doesn't matter. That's the scary thing. Yeah, okay. To his stands... To the Francesa stands. There are friends. My dad is one of them. He's That's still true. a god, no matter how wrong, dead wrong, loud wrong. They just want him to be who he is, which is a New York bully, know-it-all, sports guy, which is what he was once upon a time in the pre-digital age, pre-internet age, and certainly pre-social media age. I'm just, you can be, well, Stephen, you can be loud and wrong. Just be loud. Here's why I also love Zion. So he was being goaded by Allison Williams, sideline reporter after the game, with the whole, what do you say to the people who said you shouldn't come back and risk getting hurt? What do you say to them now? And it was set up perfectly for him to go, yeah, I don't listen to the negative people or the haters or da-da-da-da-da. You know what Zion said, Jay? No, I did not. He goes, yeah, well, you know, I understand people are going to have their opinions, but I didn't want to leave my teammates hanging. It was the most reasonable, self-assured, I'm not worried about being disrespected or, oh, you're telling me there's some critics out there? It was like really chill. It was like, well, you know, people are going to say what they're going to say. I was like, shit, dude, you're 19? Wow, good for you. Have you seen that Zion got into a little problem on social media? Oh, shit. Everyone gets in trouble on social media. What now? Uh, A young lady and he were talking on... I don't know if it's DMs? Instagram. Sliding yes. into his DMs? Well, she has him on video. Oh, Go look that up after we're done. Oh, fuck. What? You can't do anything. Has him on video doing what? Just talking to her. But oh. she was... And, and she, put it on, she put it on social media. You can't get a little strange anymore. What has this world gone to? Bitches be collecting receipts, as they bitches, say. Bitches be snitching. Bitches be snitching. They get them receipts Jesus. there. Unbelievable. Uh. Well... Anyway, I'm uh, I'm a huge fan of Zion, not just as a player, but as a person. And, you know, in, in a just world, he'd be a wizard. But no, fucking Ernie Grunfeld no. is not going to have his position to draft him. We've got about a 2% chance. Thank you very much, Ernie, for trying to be competitive. Fuck off. Thanks for nothing. What does what Ernie rank on the worst GMs in Washington sports history? 1-1. Uh, 1-1-1-1 forever. Well, well, we know who 1-1 one, one is. Vinny? Yeah. No, I think Vinny, here's why I can't put Vinny above Ernie. Oh, my God. Because they only lasted three years or four years. Of that. <laughs> Vinny, Vinny rose to the level of his incompetence, like the Peter Principle. He was a bag man for Lou Holtz at Notre Dame once upon a time. Yes. Did a little bit of scouting for San Francisco after that. The yes. guy's a stooge, a palooka, a nobody, a no-talent. So he only rose to the level of his incompetence. By comparison, Ernie Grunfeld has been at a much higher level and has been employed by multiple organizations and still fucks things up so badly 
that it's insulting that a guy who should be better, that's the thing, Ernie should be better. He should know better. He's been given way more second chances and third chances and fourth chances. And holy shit, you drafted the boy named Jan Vesely. And you're still around? Fuck Ernie. Okay. Vinny was a stooge. Vinny was a stooge. Fuck Ernie, though. End of story. Okay. Okay. All right. Jay's bracket before we get to your uh, deal on the worst girlfriends bracket. Yes. Your real bracket. Who do you have? Who do you have? Rough draft. You can always change this. I'll make sure to note it in the show records. Okay, you're gonna really hate me. I was just starting to fill one out when we called. Oh, so you don't have one? I don't have one yet. All right, is that okay? That's fine. Who do you like to win it all? (sighs) Duke shoots really terrible from three. You got to make threes in this college. (sighs) For some reason, I keep going to Carolina, and I know that sounds stupid. No, that's not stupid. That'd be to me. That'd be the best bet right there because they score. And here's the thing: I did a segment today on my show called "Get Shorty." Oh, that's I take I I texted you and I was listening. To that. Oh, that's right. You heard I was, that. Yeah, went to the grocery store. Right. Yes. So my get shorty is who would you short and why and give me some reasons. And I think you know North Carolina has the fewest reasons to short them. Number one, because they play at such a tempo, and Roy loves to get up and down and score. Scoring is ultimately what wins championships in college. This defensive stuff, it's nice and all. It doesn't win. For example, they went back and tracked under the defensive simple rating system, the DSRS. They went back, <laughs> they went back forever, Jay, is like since the tournament started, even when it was 32 teams. Not a single team that has ever led the nation in DSRS, to sim- to set defensive simple rating system, has won at all. And and Tony Bennett in UVA has been number one in DSRS for five years now running. Bennett and UVA are four and five against non-15 slash 16 seeds in the tournament. They've been held to under 60 points in four of them. Yes, they've got good offensive efficiency, but they have a lot of low, they have low possession counts because of the tempo, and so therefore they're prone to a bad shooting night. A cold shooting night for Virginia is fatal. A cold shooting night for Carolina is, well, we'll just shoot more. <laughs> That's what we do. But we'll Carolina, run more. Carolina, though, the only get shorty that I could give to Carolina is a huge one. Roy is a fucking idiot. He's, In, he's, the, he's a terrible coach. You think he's an underachiever, he just, X's and O's? Oh, my okay. God. Roy right. is terrible. On the Duke front, you're right. To short them everyone, there's such a prohibitive favorite. There's a lot of reason to short them because you're not going to win your pool picking Duke to win it all. It's too easy. So Duke is 30% from three as a team. Yep. Ranks 339th in Division I college basketball. It's the lowest percentage Duke has shot as a team since the line got painted on basketball courts in college in 1986-87. How do you like them apples? And that's the short line that was 19 feet nine, not the 21-7 or whatever it is now. Oh, the one from the uh, from the 85 season in the ACC. Uh, that one cut into the top of the key. This is cut the into, yes, yeah, that was ridiculous. Oh, that's, okay. Yeah, this okay. this is the one that that melded with the top of the key, 19 feet nine inches. It's now pushed out another foot, I believe, a foot and a half maybe. So. You're, you're talking about a shitty three-point shooting team, and that's got to be concerning. Also, Duke doesn't shoot free throws well. 69%, that's second worst in the ACC. And they've got four freshmen. The freshmen are awesome, though, but this is uncharted territory. And if that girl who was sliding into Zion's DMs and then showing the receipts to the world like a skank, I got concerns. If that gets to it. Again, I, I'm trying to think. I don't want to pick Gonzaga because I'm getting a little tired of Gonzaga now. Okay, I mean, let's let's clown on Gonzaga. Weak yeah. league, fake tough guys, kings of the early season, neutral site, signature win, Jay. Oh, yeah, we beat Duke. Where yeah, was it? They get Maui. Those signature wins in yeah. December when it doesn't really fucking matter. Well, not only that, but like, where'd you beat him? Maui. Oh, uh, yeah, where were you playing? I don't know, some basketball court that had volleyball lines on it <laughs> and electrical outlets. There was like a plug for line dancing in the floor. <laughs> okay. Okay, you're starting the, the Maui Classic in that bad anymore. But <laughs> yeah, it is. No, they played in shitty little gyms, man. They got electrical outlets in the floor. They got volleyball lines. They got <laughs> shuffleboard lines. 
can barely see Hawaii, the basketball court. People go there. Yeah, they but they have they have hoops that that crank down from the ceiling. You have to get a <laughs> hand crank and it folds down. That's how old it is. Also, these he's you know they they catch these teams neutral site you know opponents when really the teams right they're just like Duke was still learning each other's names at that point. I'm exaggerating, right. but still, okay. I like Gonzaga. I'd love it if they won it all, but I'm, I, I, there's a lot of shorting available there. And Tennessee, everyone wants to short Tennessee. And you know why? Rick Barnes. Because Rick Barnes. A it's known and proven. Coaches. He, Rick Barnes is a known and proven come-up shorter, as I yes. call him. A come-up shorter. If you need him to come up big, he won't. He's coming up short. Sorry. 100% correct. Feels like the coach of my team. By the way, I'm going to put $100 on the winner of Belmont and Yale to beat Maryland because it's going to happen. Uh, Belmont, well, Belmont's got to beat Temple first and Fran Duffy. I mean, Temple, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, Temple. But Yale could it, it stun LS, Yale could stun LSU. And then um, and there would be LSU against the winner of Belmont, Maryland. No, or Belmont. Yeah, it, right. Or, it would be, Temple. yeah. 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 So you're, way, you, you you're shorting you're this? shorting Turgeon big time. You as a Marylander and as a Terp I mean, fan, you're done with the Turge. Do you get a lot of calls on how terrible Mark Turgeon is? Oh, if I took him, yeah. I don't really oh. take him, but yeah. <laughs> I, he I, is. Yeah. He he's a a former point guard. Okay, here, here's all I need to know about Mark Turgeon. They lost their last game to a team that had six scholarship players. Mark Turgeon <laughs> was a Scott was was a Division one point guard at Kansas. Not on, not on the Danny and the Miracles team, but on the team before that. So he played at a high level. Yeah. Somehow he managed not to get the ball for 14 minutes to his center, who is all Big Ten. Did not get a touch in the last 14 minutes of a game. And he's a point guard and a coach. You would think he would somehow devise a way. Let's get Bruno Fernandez the ball. It never happened. He's a dope and a Roy disciple. Well, mm-hmm. all right. Here, here, Jay, this is just for you then. You are just awful. You're one of the worst, and I think that you need to go away. Yes. <laughs> yes. Love that Monty Python drop. Thank you. No, that's Stewie. That's Stewie I'm from Monty Python. I'm sorry. I hear English. Same Stewie thing. Stewie from Family Guy. Remember when he was uh, sitting down with Matthew McConaughey? Which he hates Matthew McConaughey. Right. Is that show is that show still on? It's bad that I know. Family Guy's still on? Yes, Jay. Oh and it's God. still awesome. You gotta get okay. back in Ooh, touch with it. Is it better than The Simpsons? You know what it is? Here's the thing. I was a Simpsons stan. <laughs> for the long, for the longest of times, you got to use it a lot. Now. Okay, I was a Simpson stand for the longest of times, and then Family Guy came along, and it was like a harder drug. The chuckles and the giggles I used to get from the Simpsons, basically, Family Guy took it to the next level. It's like the crack cocaine, same like- sort of humor, just more wrong and raunchy, and watch us stomp on. Some of the most sacred things, like, oh, my God, you can't say that. It was like when you would uh, get the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, but then you found real porn. Right. Then you found your dad's stack of hustlers, and it was all over. Oh, my granddad. But not or my your dad. granddad. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Basically, to me, Family Guy ruined The Simpsons. Ooh, Okay. Through no fault of their own. It was just There's a stronger. No, no, not at all. It was a stronger drug, and I was like, how can I go back to Bart saying, Cowabunga. Cowabunga, dude. Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler? Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with my bookie is a take-your-girl-out-to-steak-dinner winner-winner. And right now, when you sign up for an account, my bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Here, just have 50% more. Why not? Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at mybookie.ag to activate. We're all going to be in office pools, and that's fine. Nobody's going to get the perfect bracket. We know that. But you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing. 
So let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Only at mybookie.ag. Okay, so without any further preamble, we present to you the first inaugural Worst Girlfriends and or Wives Bracket Challenge. 32 teams. 32 teams, yes. Sort of like the NIT. 32, not 64. Yes. And I have some possible additions, but I will wait to chime in until I hear your entire bracket. Which is the first bracket that you're going for? Well, let's, we're going to go music region first. Music region first. We've got yes. eight nominees. Worst, eight seeds. We, eight seeds. Remember, the worst girlfriend slash wife is the number one seed, and the yes. not quite so bad is the number eight seed. Exactly. We will start number eight with Miranda Lambert. She did something to that guy, Blake Shelton, but he's dating someone who's hot now, but she was kind of a bitch to him. You think so? I think so. You so, sure about that? I'm I'm sure of that. I'm getting Miranda Lamb in my eighth seed, seventh seed. By the way, hold on. Have you ever seen the video? Something bad about to happen with her and uh, Carrie Underwood? I have not. Yeah, you might want to check that out. Okay. I, by she the way, I is... saw Miranda Lambert when she was a nobody at a bar in Dewey. Shut and up. It was like twenty. Yes, my friend Jimmy. I was down the beach with his family. And his sister, huge country fan, she's like, well, let's go see at the court at Cork and Ale in Dewey. And we saw Miranda Lambert. It was probably 30 people in there. And I saw Miranda Lambert before anybody else. I want to say 2005. Well, I've with you, in fact. So 2005. Yes. Miranda Lambert, to me, has that just hot as balls attitude. Okay. Like, you know, I, I like I'd, kind of I'd, be a bitch, though. I got a feeling. I know she's a she's a little shorty with you know a big old trout mouth. When you look at her a but, attitude to her, but yeah, love the attitude. Okay, number the uh, seven seed number, bad girlfriends, wives, musician Gwyneth category. Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth <laughs> Uh You mean she consciously uncoupled from <laughs> what's his name from Coldplay? Uh, Chris Martin. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. The conscious uncoupling. Okay. I don't like using the C word a lot, but Gwyneth Paltrow is a big C word. I'm okay. sorry. All right. See you next no, Tuesday. No. Number six seed. Jennifer Lopez. Whoa, 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 whoa. I knew, see, I knew you. She's got, whoa. Five, I mean, she's got five guys in her, in her waist, David. There's got to <laughs> be a reason. Five dudes. Uh, they can't hang with her. They can't okay. hang from Jenny from the block. I, I, I know you're a big fan. Uh, number, number five. Orianne Cavey, and you go, who the hell is Orianne Cavey? She's the ex-Mrs. Phil Collins. She was oh. such a bitch. She broke up with him, and now Phil has to go back out on the road because she took like $40 million from him. Orianne divorce. Cavey. Yes. Wow, okay. Oh, yeah. Number four, Heather Mills. Oh, I've got her. That was the one that I had. Ding, yes. ding, ding. Bitch the, took half of Paul McCartney's money. Uh, the second... Of Paul's three wives. He's been married again. I looked it up on Wikipedia. Heather Mills was a model who lost her lower leg in a motorcycle yes. accident. Yes, she did. Still modeled and ended up divorcing McCartney. And she wanted $125 million. Yeah, it took half his shit. He proposed 15 Kind of a big gap between the two of them. At the time, it was a huge fortune. But now Jeff Bezos... Is going to give up five hundred million dollars, most likely. Again, craziness. Okay. Number three, Christy Brinkley. Why? She is. Have you seen? She's got like five guys in her weight too. If you have more than two, <laughs> that's a problem. Okay. Christy Brinkley's been married like like four or five times. It, All right. It, insane. Number two, Courtney Love. What's wrong with Courtney Love? Kirk Cobain killed himself because of her. It was because of her. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. She's insane. <laughs> okay, you're missing an obvious one. Let's see if she's the number one in the music category. Worst uh, wife slash girlfriend. Go. Yoko Ono. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. There it is. <laughs> uh, we will now take a look at the sports region. All righty. Number eight, Giselle Bunchen. God, she's a bitch. Wait a minute. <laughs> she's a bitch. My after every game that Brady loses, my boyfriend he has to whine and moan and 
bitch. My husband can't throw the ball and catch it himself. Catch it himself, yes. Uh, Staunch uh, supporter. Is by the way, is uh, is Brenda Warner gonna make the list? I like Brenda Warner. So she was not she, also she, receiving votes. She well, but she came, she stuck with Kirk when he had no money. That's true. Well, he yeah. he ended up like she apparently had kids with special needs from and a pre existing stepped up, stepped, right in, stepped yes. up, stepped in. I'm a I'm a Kurt Warner stand too, by the way. Big time. I like Kurt Warner. I'm not a stand, but I like Kurt Warner. Okay. Uh number seven, Madonna. Dated a lot of dudes. And there was a thing called the Madonna curse. <laughs> before the Kardashian curse yes, was a thing. Yeah, before the Kardashian curse, yes. Okay, uh, she dated, dated Dennis Rodman at one point. She dated a lot of people. Mm. Jose Canseco got a piece. Jordan, apparently, was on that train for a little bit. Wow. Good imagine social media. Imagine the money in that marriage. Holy oh. shit. Is she the Michael Jordan of popular music? The GOAT? <sighs> Janet Jackson, Madonna, that's a tough one. In terms of crossover, worldwide appeal, generational staying power, one name word recognition, hard to go against Madonna as the goat. You may hate her think, music. You may think she looks like a weird golem lady with her skinny I'm little arms. I'm going to think on that one. I'm going to think on that one. You may have a point. I'm going to think on it. Okay. You say Janet, that's a one word too. Or is it, eh, okay. You're I'll too, you're too entrenched way. in the community. I'm, I'm giving true. you a view from white people land. Okay. Uh, <laughs> number six, Evelyn Lanzada. Do you know who she is? She I have no Basketball idea who that Wives. is. Okay, she was on Basketball Wives. All she is is a money grubbing. She she took down Chad Johnson and Carl Crawford. Let's oh wow! Yes. Okay. But she's extremely hot. I will say that. Okay. Uh, number five is Kim. Is Kim Zolzak gonna make this list? Not the, on the, no, because her husband nobody cares about. Coy Beerman. Yeah, who yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea who that is, right? Uh, number five, any Kardashian slash Jenner girl. It doesn't matter who they are. There's any of them. Lump them all together. Lump them all together. Uh, number four, this is a name blast from the past, Anna Benson. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anna Benson married yep. the Texas billionaire with the oil fortune. No. Oh, no. I, know, I was thinking Anna no. Nicole Smith. Anna, yeah, Benson Anna Benson married, married pitcher Chris, Chris Benson yes. of the Mets yes. and the Orioles. Yes. And, and quickly it, they went to posing in Playboy, right? Yes. And everywhere she went, she got her, she got herself a radio show. Yeah, she everywhere, wasn't afraid of she went to. Yeah, talk shit about her husband's teammates and teams and GMs. It's like Bitch, you ain't striking nobody out. Exactly. Know your, know your role, stay way, in your lane, and just remember how's it spending. And that's why I get number three. Ellen Nordegren. You didn't sink one putt, honey. Wait a minute. Yes. Wait you, a minute. Ellen, whatever. You didn't sink one putt. You don't get to get a half a Tiger's money just because he got a little strange <laughs> on the road. A and little. Little, I mean, a no, little. <laughs> a little. She did nothing. She she was a reluctant paramour. She was put together with Tiger by Jesper Parnovic because she was Jesper's nanny. And she fell in love with Urkel, the golfer. <laughs> and the hidden side of Urkel was the pussy-deprived, late-arriving, I was never cool growing up, Cablin Asian. And he went crazy on her, embarrassed the shit out of her, and she got what was hers, according to Florida law. Well, I object again. vehemently to her being on the list, but go ahead. All right. Number two, let's die Lisa Lopez. How Do Lisa Lopez is a two seed, having oh. burned down uh, Andre Ryzen's <laughs> house, house by, by lighting his sneakers on fire in the bathtub. I knew you would say that because the number one seed is Tony Katane, who beat up Chuck Finley. He had to get a restraining order. He was an abused husband. Tony Katane is the number one. The mug I knew shot. You'd say that. The mug shot of Tony Katane after that incident was jarring, wasn't it? Because she was the girl from the White Snake video, and she looked like hell roughed over. And in the White, yeah, she was a little heavier at that point. And in the White Snake video. She was the quintessential statuesque fire engine redhead yes. who could melt paint that hot. And and we still remember her from Bachelor Party. She did star in Bachelor Party. Okay, you've missed a couple of, of good ones here. Go ahead. Who did I miss? Who did I miss? And maybe these are NIT caliber bad wives, bad girlfriends. Uh, 
from the golf world, Amanda Duffner. Remember the hot Catherine Zeta-Jones knockoff that was dating that big dumb frumpy, uh, you know, oh, Jason Joey. Duffner, and then yeah. and then allegedly, according to the rumor sites, was banging Tiger on the side. They got divorced. Soon as as soon as the Duff man won a major, she was like, "That's it, I'm out." Pull the parachute. Also, Jackie Christie, remember? Oh, you know what? Doug Christie's it's, it's wife. Who would follow follow Doug around behind the team bus, calling him on his phone, and would rat out other players having affairs with mistresses on the road. Jackie Christie once swung a purse at Shaq in a preseason yes, game. In a fight, yes. That's a good one. I did miss that one, yes. And this is a random one, and it happened like a year ago, but it's epic. Krista Glover. The wife of golfer Lucas Glover, winner of the U.S. Open at Bethpage, the one after, that won't let him see his family. After after the uh, after the Players Championship last year, in which Glover struggled, she apparently got liquored up in their house they were renting and berated him, calling him a pussy, and insisting he stand up more for himself with his caddy, who she blamed. For his poor play, it ended up with the cops being called and Krista Krista Glover in a mugshot, looking like the quintessential white bitch who's had too much wine and is too rich for her own good. Look that one up. Okay, that's an all timer, Krista Glover. Okay, on we go. Uh, Television and movies. TV regent number eight. Larry David's wife Cheryl from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Aww. What was wrong with Cheryl? How the fuck do you divorce Larry and then start shacking up with Ted Danson? She was, uh, she, he had over kicked his coverage with her. She was a cunt on wheels to him. And, and don't you think Larry was a pain in the ass too? Aren't but you looking was, at it from her but, perspective? But like go, the shit she put nothing, up with him. You can't do, if you're not bringing in nothing, you can't say anything. I'm sorry. Ah. Was her, just bring, what was her character on the, on the show's backstory she was not an actress on the show i think she was an actress she was never who just never got into anything and then she met larry on something i think she met him on set somewhere all right Uh, number number seven i don't know her name from the show but the character that uh annabella shiora played in the sopranos oh gloria Gloria. now it just can't be shit gloria (laughs) trilla the scene what? where Tony chases her around the apartment after she throws a whole pot roast at him after he, it. after he's, he was late. She was pissed. Yes. She's like, I made this dinner for you. You're late. She goes straight into turbo bitch mode. He decides I can't handle the shit anymore. Starts to walk out. A full pot roast comes flying at him. I think it hits him in the back of the head. He then chases her around the kitchen like a bear. Like literally like a bear chasing a small child, grabs her, knocks the table over, starts choking her. She's saying, kill me, kill me, begging her him to kill her because she's got a, you know, a mental illness. She's depressed and crazy and all that. He ends up letting go. That was one of the most intense scenes of the entire episode. But God, is Annabella Ciora hotter than balls? I do love when the, when Tony sends his goon. Oh and yeah, says, Patsy Parisi. Patsy Parisi, and he says something like, "If the next time I see you, your tits are going to be all over the the uh, right. interior or something like that." Yes, she's oh. she's freaking out, gasping for her. all Patsy did was he just showed his gun, like she was yeah, unaware. She's like, "Why are you test driving?" You know, like uh, it was a normal test drive. He pulls the gun out. She starts freaking out. She can barely breathe, and Patsy's real calm. He's like, "Listen, it's over, okay? And next <laughs> time you see me." You know, your tits are going to be all over the car here. It's not going to be cinematic. It's not going to be romantic. Okay. It's over. And she's like, <laughs> of course, she ended up doing what on the show? Killing herself. And then jumping off a, jumping off a, I or, forget how she killed herself. I think, she, I think she hung herself. Well, oh, was, she, was, she, she hung herself from the chandelier. Remember? Oh, God. I think that was it because Tony would have nightmares about it. Yes. Oh. Uh, God. Yeah, that was uh, that was intense. Okay. Number six, Janice from The Sopranos. <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Janice. She, she she might be too low on this list. This, this might have been one of my lower ones. All right. Uh, number five, uh, Lila Garrity from Friday Night Lights. Oh, my God. 
the Rural TV Hunt? show or the movie? The TV. The oh, that's TV right, the TV show. region. Yeah, I not, yeah, did not yeah. see the movie, the TV okay, show. Well, Sorry. the guys who, who guys who know what I'm talking about, yes. Number okay. four, Jan from The Office. <laughs> How about Jan and her candle business? That yes. was the best. Remember when Michael gets into an argument with her at the party about having his vasectomy done and then undone? Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> oh, remember when like, they broke up and she came back with the fake breath? He's like, we're back together. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Remember the deposition with the Another attorneys? Great one. Another great one. <laughs> where they, they say, all right, let's take a break. They're like, all right reread what the transcription says. And you're like, uh, that's what she said. And then he did this. And, did <laughs> and you're here. Absolute all-timer. Okay, what are we at next? Uh, number three, Rachel from Friends. That's hard for me to say that because I love Jennifer Aniston, but God, was she a bitch to Ross. Okay, fair enough. Broke up his wedding. Number two, Skylar White. Yeah! From Breaking Bad. Oh what, my God. What did you hate the most about her? Because I'm rewatching the series and I'm, you know, season one, episode three or whatever. She was busting his balls about printer paper at one That's point. That's what I was going to say. She did that. She printer was so dismissive of, paper. She like, was hmm. so dismissive, dismissive of everything he did. And then while she's busting his ass about printer paper, she's out there eBaying stuff for $26 thinking I'm really helping out the family budget. Bitch, you got a high schooler, a teenager, go get a job somewhere. Even if you are pregnant, go work. Of course, she ended up going back to work and then banging that dude or uh, boss. Having an affair. Yeah, but she was, yeah, she was just so cold as ice. Oh, yeah. Number one, Carmelo Soprano. You know, you could put butter in your mouth and it wouldn't melt. <laughs> Tony, when, Tony, with her at that at the we're getting divorced lunch at uh, Carmine's or whatever, not Carmine's at uh, oh uh, um 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 what's his name's place Artie Pugo's place yeah right Trujillo's or true something whatever yeah they're, they're there and she's all like girded up for this she's like I want what's mine I want what I'm entitled to and he goes you ain't entitled to shit it's like you know the deal you know what I did all that you have in this life. And he starts rattling off everything. You know, it's like because of the sweat off of my back, it was pretty badass. Well, remember she almost had the affair with the father, father, whatever. Oh yeah. The priest. And don't forget Furio. She definitely was, was say, do, Furio, diddling, definitely when, diddling the man in the boat to Furio. That got her all warm and bothered. Remember the, the, um, the guy who did the uh, landscaping, she was going to mess around with him. She wanted to also. Unbelievable. Uh, and, I, and I know her husband nailed everything under the sea, but yeah. you're his wife. You're supposed to have a little better standard. All right. All on right. my television bracket, there's a couple that I wanted to include. And this is hard because it's a real-life television bad wife. And that's why I couldn't give rea- reality uh, any, any spot on this. But go ahead. Bryn Hartman. Phil Hartman's drug-addicted, <gasps> oh. manically depressed wife who shotgunned him to death in his sleep like a coward, then killed herself. Who apparently got the coke from Andy Dick. That's right. Way to go, Andy. One of the funniest men in Hollywood. Gone. Because you fueling the uh, drug addiction of his wife. Uh, Also from from The Office, I thought thought Angela Stevens would get a nod as one of the worst... Boyfriend, girlfriends slash wives. Not only sure for what she did to to the Nard dog, which was totally heartless <laughs> and cruel, but then afterwards, you know, shacking up with the gay senator, just you know, for the baby. The, the senator. The senator, right? State senator. <laughs> that that was pretty good. And then also uh, from Seinfeld, Patty, played by uh, then Lori Lachlan who gave away Jerry's Knicks tickets in the Serenity wow. Now episode. That's a good one. Lori Lachlan played Patty, the girlfriend who gave Jerry's Knicks tickets away. Also, Kristen Davis, who played Jerry's girlfriend, with the toothbrush in the toilet. In the toilet. Wait a minute, wait, that was not Mulva. No, 
That was somebody else. I don't. That was the pothole episode, I believe. I was looking it up tonight, but yeah, Kristen Davis's girlfriend with the toothbrush in the toilet. That brings us to movies as we conclude okay. our worst girlfriends slash wives bracket for 2019. Uh, coming in number eight, Jennifer Anderson's character from The Breakup, Brooke. Oh my God. Yes, she was sick. I can see why Vince Vaughn had to get rid of her. Yes. Okay. <laughs> number seven, Charlize Saran from That Thing You Do. She played uh, his girlfriend Tina and left him before he hit it big. You remember she she uh, started dating that thing a, a you dentist. do is the is the Tom Hanks Tom directed document yep. not documentary but it's a a fake it, it, documentary it, 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 about it, it, a fake pop, right. a fake fifties rock and roll band that hits it big. Exactly. Got it. Uh, number six, Diane Keaton, K from The Godfather. Interesting. Yes, okay. she was a bitch on wheels. Number four. This one, a lot of people are going to go, what? Talia Shire, Adrian from the Rocky series. What? Every, every Yo, Adrian, of, how could she be on the list? Every movie, she was telling him to get out. How was he going to put food on the table for you? He had to fight. Shut up. <laughs> every movie. You got to stop, Rocky. You got to get out. She cared about him. Didn't want Rocky's head to go to mush. Rocky, he look, he was a boxer. He was going to do what he was going to do. Hey, yo, just hey, shut up. Yo, Adrian. Yo, I love you. Boy. I got to fight, Adrian. Oh. Okay. Number, number three. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hache, who played Maggie in Donnie Brasco. Oh, my God. Yes. She, um, look, he was undercover in the mob, and she's busting his balls about not being home. <laughs> Are you serious? Exactly. That's all she does on the home movie. She busted hey. his balls. Why aren't you home with the kids? Uh, number two, might come as a surprise it's not number one, but Glenn Close from Fatal Attraction, the character Alex. Alex Forrest, I just read up on her tonight. She said that she wanted the, the ending to be different. That she has, she has always wanted to, the, the ending to be changed because she didn't like the fact that obviously the character had a mental illness. And back in 1987 or 85, 86, whenever that movie was, nobody really had any heightened awareness or give a shit about mental illness. And so she didn't like how the character was portrayed. She said in this article, she's like, nobody knows what Alex's character had been through before this. And I'm like, bitch, nobody cares. <laughs> you were crazy. And <laughs> that movie scared men for like five years. Oh, yeah. That was the scariest movie. That Dan, was scarier than Halloween to some people. Dan, I will not be ignored. I will not be ignored. Or no, oh, and he put the God. she put the, it was it was the guy's name Dan in yeah. the movie. Yeah, oh. I he said she said I will not be ignored, Dan. Oh, if that, that looks didn't drain the blood from every limb of your body, you've got nothing in you. The look she had when she took the little girl on the uh, on the ride. And oh. she had no expression as the thing is moving back and forth. <laughs> she just had, God, Alex Schwartz was the scariest character ever. Uh, but my number one, again, I don't like using the C word, but you're a fan of the movie Rounders. Gretchen Maul. Oh. Her character, Joe. Are you serious? Wow. Okay. That, no? I you, didn't you, see you, Rounders. Oh, okay. Well, if you see... People who've seen Rounders, they will hopefully agree with me on that one. She's the worst yeah. movie girlfriend. She's the number one seed, so she, she she's probably my overall number one. That's how terrible yeah. she was. All right, I got uh, I got two for you here. Janine Pettibone. Ring a bell? Played no. by June Chadwick. She Ooh. was David St. Hubbins' girlfriend in Spinal Tap. <laughs> she was the one that broke up the band in Spinal Tap, basically. <laughs> Okay, I forgot about that. One. Changing his wardrobe. She drew up the, the dimensions for Stonehenge in inches, <laughs> not in feet. The worst. And then this one, this would be Melissa, who was Nar uh not Nardog, but Stu. It was Stu's girlfriend, played by Rachel Harris in the original Hangover. Okay. Here you go. Hold I, on. Yeah. Here you go. Ah. Stu? You avoiding me? Hey, what's up? Oh my God, what happened to your tooth? Have you met Alan, Tracy's brother? Brother of the, okay, wow. That is disgusting, why haven't you returned my calls? 
Well, there was a snafu within when we stopped. I called that bed and breakfast in Napa. They said they had no record of you even checking in. <laughs> That's because we didn't get <laughs> Stu, what? what the fuck is going on? <laughs> we went to Las Vegas. Oh, really? Las Vegas? Yep. Why would you go to Las Vegas? Because my best friend was getting married, and that's what guys do. Uh -huh, really? Okay, yeah. That's not what you do! Really? Well, then yes. why did I do it? Huh? Because I did it! Riddle me that! Why'd I do it? You know, sometimes I think all you want me to do is what you want me to do. Uh -huh. I'm sick of doing what you want me to do all the time. I think in a healthy relationship, sometimes a guy should be able to do what he wants to do. That is not how this works! Oh, good! <laughs> because whatever this is, ain't working for me! Oh, really? Yeah. Since when? Since you fucked that waiter on your cruise last June. Boom! Tell me it was a bartender. Oh, you're right. I stand corrected. It was a bartender. You fucked a bartender. You're an idiot. You're a... You... God, you're such a bad person. Like, all the way through to your core. Alan, should we dance? Let's do this! And here's where Alan works. It was a real in. pleasure meeting you. Fuck off. Thinking about getting my bartender's license. Suck my dick. <laughs> no, thank you. Wait a minute. What did? What were they calling you? What were they calling you? On the on the loud. She was like paging doctor, whatever. I I won't even I won't even say it on this podcast because it is so. It's the F word with two G's in the middle. Okay. All remember, right. remember that's, that that's a... what they yelled out the car to him. They're like, Hey doctor, yes. come out to the car. And she's like, sarcastically, uh, yeah, doctor, your friends are here. By the way, they, they said that word twice in the movie and those, uh, Mr. Chang. No, he just said, Oh, Mr. Are you Chow. Say gay boys. Gay boys. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, think gay, okay. I think gay boys is okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was uh, Mr. Chow, played by Ken Jong. Yes. Was such a great character, and every time I see Ken Jong now doing just his normal, regular American voice, I'm like, no. That, not the same. No. Uh, by the way, the band, the Dan Band. I saw them at Ram's Head in Annapolis about a year and a half ago. Who's the Dan Band? The the wedding band from the the Hangover. That's they're a like they're a real band. Yeah. They're a real band. The guy who is the lead singer is married to uh, comedic actress Kathy the Jimmy. And they do They're a pretty... lot of and they do a lot of dirty songs because in the movie he was yes. singing this really pornographic song yes. and rubbing up against some old lady. They're 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 really good live. They're really good live, in fact. Jay, that was such a good run. Kudos to you for the concept. For the diligence, the work on it, I loved it all, and I'm I'm not even going to end today's podcast on a fuck that guy because I'm just feeling too damn good. We will see you in Vegas one week from tomorrow. Everyone's going to be glad to meet you. It's going to be a lot of fun, big time. And uh, other than that, man, just uh, pack for awesomeness a week from now. Uh, I will talk to you next week. All right, buddy. We'll see you then. All right, bye bye. There you go. There he is, my man, Notorious, J-A-Y. Notorious, Notorious. All right, if you're waiting for the Gargantu bracket, you're going to have to wait a little longer. I promised it by noon on Monday. I overpromised, but that's all right. Because my man, Brad Turner, he is on the case. It's going to be better than ever. New metrics being worked into the Gargantu bracket. Sign up for the email blast I have at zabe.com. You'll see it in the right-hand column. That's how you get the Gargantu bracket. Yeah, is it a way for me to get a few more people signed up to the email list? Of course it is. Price of admission, all right? I'm giving it to you for free, for God's sakes. Okay, that'll do it for me today. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep grinding on those brackets because you know your first draft really sucked. You're going to have to work on at least a second or a third draft. And we're getting ready for the tournament. First four begins tonight. So strap in and here we go. Thanks for listening. Download, subscribe, recommend to a few friends. And we will see you next time. Oh, there's nothing quite like the smell 
of fresh blood upsets in the month of March. The 12-5 stunners, the 11-over-6 buzzer beaters. But most of the time, what do you get for that? A dash of I told you so at the water cooler? Oh, look at my bracket. I nailed that one. Great. Wouldn't you rather get paid instead? At mybookie.ag, you can and you will. The 12-5 upset when betting with MyBookie is a take-your-girl-out-to-steak-dinner winner-winner. And right now, when you sign up for an account, MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Here, just have 50% more. Why not? Use promo code ZABE, Charlie, Zulu, Alpha, Bravo, Echo, at MyBookie.ag to activate. We're all going to be in office pools, and that's fine. Nobody's going to get the perfect bracket. We know that. But you can make a killing at tournament time by seeing the big mistake coming and pouncing. So let's go, people. My bookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use promo code ZABE to activate the offer. You play, you win, you get paid. Only at mybookie.ag.